Hey, hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of True Chat, Today's Temperature, another May Music production, and I am your host, Joy of Joyful Sounds, and this, my friends, is episode 18. Yes, we are finally back with part two from the sister circle of Naila. I so encourage you all to share these conversations and these discussions with your group of influence. And sometimes those groups of influence are not necessarily people you know. Or maybe I should say having conversations of the magnitude that I'm talking about that creates a change or the shift that you're looking for in your life sometimes come from people that you don't know. It's easier to share and say and talk about things that really sit deep inside you that we struggle with. You will hear me throughout the different episodes refer to being above the line or below the line and to conscious leadership to taking full responsibility in the way we lead, knowing thyself, knowing how we are affecting people. That starts with knowing thyself, and you shall know others. That's an African proverb. The conscious leadership group, through practicing at least seven out of these 15 commitments, is a demonstration. It's like a road map on how to put that proverb into action. So shout out to my guy Jim. You'll hear one of the exercises in this particular episode that uh, helps one get to know thyself better. And for others, and it's called, if you really knew me, (laughs) do we know ourselves? Think about the words, sound, power that we use and the vibration that we cast and it create. Let's become curious, more curious in the way we feel, people. How is it connected to the way we're thinking? And how does the way we think show up? in the way we treat others and the way we are treated. Get up, get Let's up, go. Get up, get up. So I just wanted to take that moment just to say that your names and your presence and your, your gifts are crucial assignments to me. To me, (laughs) they are crucial. I depend on all of you because I am nothing alone. So I am so honored when I can call you and you show up because you showing up shows me God. 
And ain't no other way I can say that. Okay, so I'm I'm done. I was gonna read the poem, but I am done. <laughs> but I just need you to know that because there is a heavy assignment right now on the planet. And whenever we are called to the assignment, whatever we need gets fulfilled. So whatever your space is in this space, this place that we're all going to, know that whatever you need will be fulfilled at the same time. Because it's the, the, the sisters that are coming to this retreat need you. They need you. And that's all I can say about that. That's all I'm going to say about it. Hello to all my new sisters. Um, and what I mean new is because you're just new to me. Um, and new just on the call, we, we had a couple of questions. When we hear self-love, what do we think of? And we also express when you hear the phrase self-love, how does it make you feel? If you can locate the feelings within your body. How does it move? How does it move you? Well, hello. <laughs> self-love. Self-love is being cognizant of how we, to me, is being cognizant of how we should treat ourselves. Um, how we should love ourselves and how we should just care about well We're going to practice self-love and how would I feel about it in my body? What comes up for you? How about that? Work. That in, the, the same type of energy that I would exert if I had to do some work. Mm. So it would, it would motivate me because it's like, okay, now I got to get up and I got to do, do something. I have to take action. That makes sense? Yeah. <laughs> to move, you feel the need to take action. Yeah. Okay. If, especially if some, because because again, you you said if if some you tell somebody let's practice self love, it's a practice, it's a set of habits, and sometimes we have to get into practice of how we treat ourselves, because sometimes we don't know. You know, so if you practice the thing, if you do a thing every day, or you know, you 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 do. And every day it eventually becomes habit, and then after it becomes it becomes habit, it becomes a lifestyle. Sister Omi, what do you think when you hear self-love, when you hear that word, when you hear the phrase self-love, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Well, I feel, uh, I'm driving and we're doing spiritual work as usual, so I'm gonna try to <laughs> focus in here. But when I think of self-love, it is just what it says. It's loving the self, you know, just loving on yourself, taking a good bath, you know, massaging your hands, massaging your feet, massaging your head, you know, looking in the mirror and telling yourself, I love you. I love you. I love you. You are love. And to me, it feels like an inner smile in my body. All my cells just smile. Mm -hmm. That's what it feels like. You see, and you see the connection. That's exactly what, so you, it goes from, 
that was why I asked them separately because it'll go from a thought. And what we have done as humans is that we have separated the thought from the mind. So we can think of something and then it can cause a different reaction in our body. So when you said you think of it as an action and then it makes you think of work. And now it makes me wonder, I wonder how you feel about work. Do you like it? Do you enjoy it? Does it make you, you know what I'm saying? What kind of feeling does it give you? And so those are the things that I want us to become more aware of. These are things, again, these are things that as women, as we have these conversations, we can sit and have conversation like me saying that should bring, I wonder how many mirrors around here. And when that happened, how long did it take for you to move past that level or, or, or that knowing? You know what I mean? And then when we do, how does that stop us from relating to another sister or bringing another sister in? Or how does that, um, uh, how does that keep us from sharing something that we know greater? Vice versa, meaning keeping us from keeping us keeping things within and keeping us from like I think about elders. And I can give like different little examples, but instead of doing that, I would prefer us to continue to talk and let it come out through conversation. So um Sister Omi came out and felt hers went straight from her mind to her body. It made her feel good. She feels her, she can feel her cells lighten up. You know, when she hears self-love, so immediately it moves her into a certain, a certain type of action. There's an activity that we do. Now we'll get to kind of know each other. But then, so when, when we have answers like that, it'll begin to make a little bit more sense. And we can start to see those mirrors that I was talking about earlier. The mirrors that are very clear that we can relate with and the mirrors that make us look like, oh, you know, no, nah, I, you know, you have some type of re you re it repels in some kind of way if you really knew me so in this is a practice of how transparent you can become for the people in this group to begin to see unconscious beliefs i'll begin if you really knew me you would know that I love these type of circles. I feel like she set me up because it has everybody, like each and every age group. And I have the opportunity to practice with you all the things that I want to practice with my family. So there's a lot of things that I do. The things that I do in my groups I do for my own healing. <laughs> and I'm very grateful for the opportunity to be able to do that. I kind of knew you were going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay. If you really knew me, you would know that I am an observer of people. And I have a tendency to draw back just to observe and to really think, think about what's being said and to process it before I'll say anything. And if you really knew me, 
Um, I love people, but I also love um, family. Family is very important to me. And these type of, um, these type of um, groups, if you really knew me, I, um, I have a tendency to fade out, but I'm no longer fading out that way anymore. And the next person is Miss Jocelyn. All right. Hi, Priscilla. Doodly, 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 do. <laughs> well, if you really know me, I am terrible at public speaking. I'm afraid of it, actually. Uh, <laughs> And I'm terribly shy unless I really kind of feel comfortable uh, talking to people. I do make eye contact sometimes, but I have to be in a space where I'm, you know, where, where I really feel like uh, I'm very, very comfortable. And I feel real comfortable with you ladies today. And I'm grateful for this opportunity. Um, if you really knew me, you know, I'm big on family. I love my children. I love my grandbabies. I love my extended family. And to me, if you really knew me, my friends become my family. Um, I like to feed them. <laughs> um, and just chat with them and just be myself with them. And um, I don't know. I'm not, if you really know me, you also know I'm not going to. Uh, hold out this whole two minutes because I get tongue tied and I don't know what else to say after that. So I'm kind of done. So I'm going to pass this to Omi. If you really knew me, you would know that ciphers like this are my jam. I was on a call earlier today when we were talking about self love and how to ground yourself into the earth and rise that self up love up through your crown and open and receive it from heaven so this is my jam if you really knew me you would know that i'm all about it um if you really knew me is that correct i said it right yeah. okay if you really knew me you know that i am kind first i lead with kindness i'm funny and i'm also shy i'm an introvert as much as i am an extrovert and I enjoy most writing. That's why I have a publishing company. I enjoy writing. It feels freeing. And in 10 years, you'll see my textbooks that in schools. And I'll pass it to Precious. Hey, Precious. Hey. <laughs> All right. So um, if you really knew me, you know that I truly feel that um, my life is a celebration and I'm a ritual. I'm very worthy of celebration. Um, where my life is a ceremony and I'm a ritual and I'm very worthy of celebration. I feel that way for everybody. Um, I always try to find a way to celebrate anything. So um, if you knew me, if you really knew me, you know that. Hello. Um, if you really knew me, you'd know I really care for my queer, trans, people of color. I do whatever I can for my community. Um, I also really enjoy seeing people in happiness, enjoy 
hearing people living their life in peace. Um, if you really knew me, you know, I really love art. I try to incorporate art in any aspect of my life. And if you really knew me, you know, I really want world peace. <laughs> um, it frustrates me that it's not here yet. All right. So if you really knew me, you would know that everything that I do, I do with other people in mind. It's, it's never, it's always with other people in mind, uh, meaning that I think if I'm with you, how would we do this? Because that's where a lot of my creativity is stemmed from when I get energy from other people. Um, so I'm a, you know, I absorb other people's uh, energy because that's how we thrive. That's how we live. That's how we continue to have our being. It's, we don't, uh, we don't exist all within ourselves. We're not enough. <laughs> so if you really knew me, uh, I am an introvert. I really do love being alone. I like to travel by myself. <laughs> I like to get on the plane and just go to anybody country and be in anybody village and anybody home by myself <laughs> with no company. <laughs> Again, because I just draw a lot of energy from being in strange and foreign places, even um, with people I can't even speak the language. Um, I love dwelling in those places, um, being in another world. Um, if you really knew me, I am a, I get it from Precious Mother. I'm a cleanaholic. <laughs> I love order in my house. My, my yes, sister. she does. <laughs> when things are out of order. That's all look you gave. <laughs> Precious, you said something look. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know, look. <laughs> look, oh my God. Chaos is not my friend. And when things are chaotic around me, so am I. Uh, so yeah. And uh, and lastly, if you really knew me, I am a late um, person. I go to bed like three, four o'clock in the morning because I'm always thinking about what to do next. An awesome share, ladies. Most times people I go real surface, but I knew that the group that I was gonna I that this group right here, you 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 can't go surface. <laughs> and that where what you share, uh there's a piece where we go even deeper. Um was to practice the transparency, but also to know thyself, know who you are and being able to speak it, speak it, know it, and say it do now is to hear each other. And we're going to demonstrate this. Repeat something that you heard from one of the sisters, just one that resonated with you the most, whether it is through a mirror of your liking or your disliking. And mind you, when I, one of the things that was always made clear to me when you hear, when we see these mirrors or hear these mirrors in each other, that, that are a gift that we tend to not see them as gifts. Uh, we tend to think that that's them. But the only way you can see and hear something is if you're, you're vibrating with it. You have to have something 
to match it in order for it to make some type of sense for you to have an opinion about it. Otherwise, it won't be in your psyche. It won't be in your way, in your makeup, in your reality. So it is there and being offered for you to deal with it. It's something that one of the sisters shared about their, who they are that resonated with you the most, whether it was uh, an adverse feeling or uh, in love feeling, like you can relate to it, can't relate, or I don't like that. Um, what came to mind immediately at, when you asked the question was with, uh, yeah, Omi Lade spoke about the, the, the feeling that she got. And when I saw her face, it lit me up too, because um, the feeling of what goes on in the body and the importance of that, um, the feeling that you get by touching the hands and the feet and the, you know, and, and even the breast and, you know, and those are the, some of my favorite places is my feet. Like I love having a reflexology. So when she said that, that that was something that she um, that she got when she was on another Zoom call and they were talking about the importance of being in touch and understanding the self-love and what that self-love exudes, self-care and getting that from a, the, a higher dimension and from the heavens, that spoke volumes to me. I just spoke that I wanted to go to Jeju's like a couple, maybe a month ago and just two weeks ago, we had a performance there and I spent the night there. <laughs> and I was like, see, that's how the stuff be happening. And I was determined to get there. So when she said that, it brought that back to me. Like, yes, that's what I'm talking about. Because <laughs> that to me is self-care, taking off all your clothes. And anybody been to Jeju's, you just can walk up in there butt naked and just be yourself. And so I'm all for that team. That's what spoke to me. Someone said they wanted their books. Their books are going to be in um, schools in 10 years. and that made me extremely happy to hear uh, as an educator myself. Uh, I hope that there's free education uh, for everyone. So hear, hearing someone also on the, the educational route really made me really happy to hear about it. To be honest, every single person in this room, I resonated with that. Because um, I agree with everything. Uh, there was no negative really um, but I I could see uh, everyone feel like it's myself too so um, what Jupiter said really resonated with me um, it was so simple but something like world peace right I mean the fact that we don't have it right now especially considering during these times I mean there's just so many things that I could blanket under that, but that just, um, that really resonated with me. I, I completely agree. Um, everyone could be just that much more, um, empathetic towards what everyone else has going on. Sympathy, empathy, all of those things. So just world peace and just the fact that, um, I turned 40 this year and I, um, I, I'm an army brat. My parents traveled all over the world and I can just think about so many just different things. So just world peace is just definitely something that resonated with me in this conversation. There really isn't anything that I heard adversely that I didn't agree with.
honestly. Randy has gone another Zoom meeting. Um, but one thing that she did mention to me, um, she really appreciated that what Jupiter said to the fact that she is um, of the LGBT community and she's a part of this cipher. We don't see this all the time. And that's just plain and simple. Not everybody is welcome to the table. There's not an, um, an equitable conversation, unfortunately. So I appreciate that. We appreciate that. That's all. I pretty much um, I agree with with Precious uh, and and World Peace. Um, I've met some wonderful people, and you know some of the things that I've done musically, different colors, creeds, religions, all that. And um, I don't I don't understand why we don't have it now yet either. I I'm still perplexed about that because it kind of seems like we. You know, we talk to people, we just, I don't know. So I, that resonated with me a lot. Uh, why don't we have world peace? But again, uh, and also nothing, I heard nothing that was negative um, negative to me. I kind of agree with everything else everybody else was saying. We're all a little bit, a little piece of each other, I think. What I agree with is with what um, Jocelyn said about public speaking. I do... <laughs> I don't do well with public speaking and I do get tongue tied sometimes. And I think with the rush to hurry up and get what I have to say across and <laughs> <laughs> it's limits or I just go really fast and it's like, can you slow it down? No, I can't because <laughs> I get tongue tied and the embarrassment of this, but it's getting better. It's getting better. So and I also have to piggyback off of um, the world peace. I think that we do need it, especially at such a time as this and with the way that our, the U.S. is and with uh, 45 being gone, um, I think that we'll do better, that we won't be the laughing stock of the nation. So just, that's my take on that. He I resonated with you, Sister Priscilla, with family being very important to you. And for me, it all starts in my family, then my neighborhood, and then my community. My community, my friends, they are family to me, but it actually started from the example that I got as family, uh, from my family. And I remember, you know, as a child, there are things that, even though our like, financial status might not have been, of what was considered rich, but I really felt that way. I never wanted or needed for anything. And, and if I did, I knew how to get it. It was like I I was I knew how to get it. I'll just put it that way. To be back here in Chicago because I was down south for years. And I moved back home for you know family, for family, but for family for myself as well. And to see it, so for me, the adversity comes, it's not necessarily uh, an adversity that I am in disagreement with anybody on this, but there's an adverse feeling that I get from the agreement. Like for me, there's a trigger <laughs> because family is very triggering for me personally. The more we talk about it, you'll probably then begin to hear a lot of the uh, unconscious beliefs that I have, which causes for family and things about family to be triggering. To have these conversations or discussions again in this particular group 
the more we are in practice of it. And in the sharing, the more you'll start to hear it. But the thing that I love about the podcast is that you get to go back and listen. And as a musician, uh, an artist, an athlete, those of y'all, y'all know what we use video and audio for. We listen for practice. We rehearse with them. We take what works. We let go of what don't work, right? We correct that. And so when you do it with the audio, you know audio is coming from, it's usually like you got video that works both sides of the brain. And then the, the audio that works one side. So it's almost like a cheat sheet directly for us to work on this. So as we sitting here, we talking about self-love and healing, go back. And when you go back, you listen. And what I would give you all is listen through painful points. Listen through hurt. Listen through heavy emotion, whether they're happy or sad or very numb. <laughs> Those are all telltale signs. And it is very important for us as Black women to be able to acknowledge how we feel, number one. Two, locate them in our bodies. Why? Because we hold on to shit more than any creature on this planet creating diseases for ourselves. We have to heal ourselves. It starts on the, just, just, just what we're doing now. And to me, it's very, that's a very spiritual thing. Um, I remember it used to be a time where I couldn't get black folk to sit down and have no circle kumbaya with me. That, that's what they saw it as. <laughs> Not as like a healing session or a group like that. So we can work through stuff. It was like, you know, that's some white folk shit. And you can go to your camp with that joy. <laughs> that was how I was treated, kind of, sort of. You know, no, really, that's how it was. By, but it was always these. These are the type of groups that I want. Why? Because I have my my sister here, who now I can actually, as we talk, I can listen to you and hear things that I might not be able to hear from one of the older women in my group, like maybe my mother <laughs> or uh, an aunt that I might be going through some shit with. These are the things that keep us from building this thing that we talk about, this whole, this real thing, this deep thing called self-love. And the unconscious beliefs, the beliefs that we don't know we have that stop us right in our tracks. Sister Omi is very in touch with her body. I am very in touch with my body. And I feel very open with that. And to be in a place around other people that are open and that are not, that are more freer with themselves, I look for that to be world peace. I feel like more of us felt free to be who we are, our sexuality and our sexuality through expression of the way we love, not just who we love, but the way we show love. It, it can show up in the type of people and who we love, but the way we love, then that would free up a lot of the things. To me, I see that freeing up the tension, racial tension, patriotic tension and so forth and so on. Always moving back to self. The last question that I have, how do you want to show up for your family? And the reason I say that is because we can talk about self-love, but I've heard, like right now, I've, I kind of heard something that, even though everybody didn't kind of say it, say family, but there's a family connection that everybody has shared in this, in this circle, in this conversation here in some shape, form, or fashion. So my question, how do you want to show up for your family or to your family? 
And second, how do you want to show up to the world? What really resonated with me the most was you talking about um, going to other countries, um, being immersed in different cultures that speak different languages. I really love that too. And you know, me and you have been in a place before where it was a different culture and a different language together. So I just really love that because you can find family everywhere, all over the world. How do we show up for our families and how do we show up for the world? How do we want to? How do we want to show up? Yeah. Differently from how we, 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 we yeah, because the way we show up, like, it is different from the way we show up and the way we want to. Correct. Yeah. So I would like to show up as a person that's always in revelation of who I am becoming. And as I'm becoming that, I like to share, as my family knows. I'm big on sharing stuff. So I always want to, like, hey, guess what? I discovered. <laughs> I would like to show up in a space where I'm open enough for people to ask the questions and to be ready for a dialogue rather than just the answer, right? Um, Because for me, I don't think I get enough of that. Um, And I don't know what that is and how I can do it differently. How I want to show up to my family. I want, when I show up to my family, I, I, I want to bring positivity. I think that's what I bring when I show up to my family. Um, I had a situation that happened a few months ago where there was a lot of mess kind of going on with the family situation. And I feel like the most high used me to bring order to it in, in my way. Sometimes when I show up to my family, I'm the silly one. I'm the one that, you know, that is giggly and laughing, you know, to them because that's how they know me. But typically when I come around, it seems like everything kind of lines up for whatever time it is. So I, I always want to bring positivity and energy and, and love and joy to my family. How I want to show up to the world is capable, uh, compassionate. Thoughtful and warm. That's how I like to show up to the world. And just being my, you know, my complete self. I feel like there's so many different facets to myself that I'm uncovering and I'm learning about myself. Um, thanks to, to Naila helping me to uncover some things. The more, the more I know about myself, the more I'll be able to, the better I'll be able to answer that question. Because like I said, I'm uncovering so many different layers now. I desire to show up to my family as a lighthouse. Like a lighthouse, the one that brings truth. My name means truth. Joy means truth. I bring and shine light. And and when you think about a lighthouse... It shines light, but it also is that that beacon that, like, when you lost, you know how to get home. You know, find your way back. So you know you can look for joy. You know you can call. You know you can call on joy. I do. I've always. I think that that though that also comes with a price and balancing that. Also speaking the balance of it, uh, because I also want a lighthouse want to know 
like lighthouses are taken care of. There's a reason that that light comes on or it stays on. You know what I'm saying? It has the power and the energy to stay lit. And that is reciprocity thing that comes. And so there's an understanding with that light. How, how do I show you? How do I love myself so you love yourself and you love me in return? So I want to be all of that. Like, I'm going to show you, I'm going to love me so you see how to love you, so you see how to love me. And this thing that continues to go on, how I want to be seen in the world as a goddess, as an empress to the world. And whatever truth looks like, because that truth can look different for everybody. It ain't just about what might be coming out of my mouth. It could be just, just, just me acknowledging a damn bird. <laughs> okay, something that's simple and, and, and relating to that. I want to be able to bring that ability to people to let them know it's okay to acknowledge stuff like that and it is godly of you <laughs> that's how i want to be known to the world you know sister it's so i was sitting here thinking about it when you asked the question and it was so similar to um what you're saying because as naila said at the beginning i'm a person who speaks my truth and um, I didn't get there easily and I'm still getting there because I find that if people don't speak their truth, they don't like to hear you speak yours. So um, the people that vibe with me are the people I feel that like the truth. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I want to show up, you know, to my family as my authentic self, showing them, you know, what it's like to um, be truthful, what it's like to say, I don't know, what it's like to heal, what it looks like as a brown woman to love yourself, you know, in America, to be that example. Um, and my, my name, before I had my, this this name change, was Titi Lyo. And when I got the name, I didn't like it. <laughs> but when I heard the meaning of the name, Titi Lyo means endless is my joy. And I just used to sit in the mirror and chant that Titi Lyo, Titi Lyo, Titi Lyo, because I had lost my joy. And so I know I'm an example of a woman who was very joyful, who lost her joy and who's getting her joy back. And so that's my story. That's the light that I shine to my family and to the world and what that looks like and what it looks like, you know, to to love yourself, to heal yourself, to pull the pieces of yourself back together and be whole and happy. Ashe, 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 oh, yes. How I want to show up to my family is healed. Healed in the sense that I no longer um, deal with childhood trauma or trauma at all. I want to be, I want to show up as healed in my, every part of my being. How I want to show up to the world is to walk in my divine being. And what I mean by that is, who the most high has called me to be and to, to answer that call and walk in the, in the authority of it. So that's how I want to, that's how I want to be seen by the world. Precious. Hi, sweetie. Hello. Hello. So um, as soon as you asked the question, I immediately 
thought of my father um, and it would be the same for my family and for the world. So um, I want to show up to my family as a tool, um, as a resource. I immediately think of my mother and my father teaching me very young to get used to being used or you will be useless. So I never want to come across as useless. I want to be a tool and a resource in a good way. No, I don't want to be used in a bad way, but I definitely want to be a resource and a tool to my family, not just to my family, but to the world. And I expect that it's a two-way street, that it's reciprocal, that it that they be a tool and a resource to me. I don't really look at it as being an opportunist, but I look at it as I have something to give to you and you have something to give to me. That's all. I have been a very enlightened, uplifted, and enhanced by this conversation from all you sisters. So thank you very much for the love and the input of sharing yourself and y'all truth. Just just being yourself, just sharing yourselves. Yo, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> just Nyla for allowing me to come on and uh, asking my questions, okay? <laughs> thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm going to leave us out with this one piece and it's called One Love. It's one of the shorter pieces in my book. It's called Naila's Precious Stones because that's what you are. This, this poem was written by Sister Nikki Williams. Nikki was a young lady that I mentored for many years. She passed away uh, a couple years ago and she promised me that, you know, we would do something together. And one of the things she left me with was this poem. It says, she walks in rhythms, Congo drums and Ethiopian sun. Strolling in her stride, her smile. 31 destinies wide. Sparks like a trumpet in a room full of sleeping minds. Like truth in an ocean full of silent lies, exposing the light that bursts from within her being. She can't help but to shine. She is essence. She is strength, victory. She is a slap in the face of opposition, a laugh at Satan's failed attempts of destruction. She is teacher, ordained rabbi, she is new light shed on blinded eyes, helping to connect past and present with a glimpse into the future. And I am honored to be taught, humble to learn, to sit in the presence of a modern day queen. For when I see the way she worships, pure, liberated, how she lifts her spirit in praise, the confidence in which she stands, the unshakable connection between, between her and the most high and nature. I see the woman I hope to one day be, a woman of talent, a woman of spirit, a spirit of light, a voice of truth, a lover of God, a constant seeker of knowledge, a ray of sunlight after
through a dark storm. Simply a precious stone. That's what you all are to me. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Always grateful for the light that continues to shine back to me through these different discussions and conversations we have here on True Chat Today's Temperature. Uh, these ladies really showed a real reflection of who I am, who I am. I want to shed a little light on how the women shared, how they shared who they are and the words they use, some of the phrases that they use, the passion behind the words that they use, the speech. And those of you all, again, that know me, and these are you all that know the academia side of me, sometimes we tend to use words that are not necessarily intended to set the vibration that it does. We say one thing meaning something else. And I truly believe that this is where that simple being called the male, the man, got the notion that no really means yes. No means no. Well, that comes from a feeling of being trapped or a feeling of lack of being able to express oneself. In this case, women, the female, freely and with no holes bar you know like what comes up must come out what are we really saying when we describe ourselves as being shy because that's not the tone that you hear afterwards is it so what are we really saying with the words that we use and what vibration are those words casting out do they match our human understanding? No means no, nothing in between. Again, going back to those of you all that know me, I study linguistics. And the thing that I really liked about linguistics was you learn why you speak the way you do. Then you begin going deeper into each specific regional culture, understanding the language, then the dialect, and then what is called accents. And you learn so much about yourself, leading you to more information about who you really are. If you really are curious, if you really want to know, through language, speech shows a level of suppression, oppression. So then you know that there's a high level of suppression. And why do we suppress things? Everything happens in its time. Everybody ain't ready for the truth. There's something that happens to people in the dark, the unknown. Take a note. Take a note of your comfort zones. And we'll come back to that in a different episode. At the end of the day, Hence, my natural will to defy how people say I should talk, especially on my podcast. 
I understand that it doesn't lay on a lot of people's ears well, but it's time to adjust and there's a reason for it. Everything I use, I do, I'm usually aware, very aware of it. And again, there's a reason for it. And so before becoming judgmental, become curious. Especially if there's something or things that you hear that I say that you can relate to and all of a sudden you feel that there's something that you can't. Become curious, people. I'd like to give a big shout out to my sponsor and my monthly supporters. Those of you all that have not heard, May 16th, the jump off will begin on the 56th block of May Street. We will be celebrating and preserving cultural excellence right in Inglewood right in our community, right in our neighborhood, sponsored by us, for us, because of us. And to my younger generation, you all make sure you all take note on this. I also pay homage and give props where props is due. So I give a big respect to the people over at Rage that pretty much started this thing off in Inglewood with So Fresh Saturdays with the objective to bring our parks back to our children, to make it safe for our children again. And so they didn't wait around on trying to figure out how to get out, shut the blocks and shit down to uh, make a create a safe space. They got out there and they created it themselves. So I always want to give big ups, though our politics may not be the same. There's much love for the effort and the insight and the things that we want to do and creating the realities that we want to see in our neighborhood. So, uh, so fresh Saturdays that had to be abruptly stopped due to uh, COVID. When you get to a certain level and you mix in with government, it becomes difficult to do things for your own. So no worries, we picked up the torch and we've added a lot more to it. Check out our health and wellness where we're opening up health and wellness so that people can see it as a spiritual thing, not just something physical. Let's go. So you all be sure to look for the plug on all social media platforms. Facebook, that's Joyful Sounds. IG, Made Music. And on that note, I am your host, Joy of Joyful Sounds, signing off and out. Peace.